Hey guys, it's Dawn. If you would like to hear the How My Parents Raised Me podcast ad-free, and if you would like access to subscriber-only episodes, join me in the What's the Truth community. You can join via the Apple Podcast app. There's a link right there in the app. Or go to whatsthetruth.supercast.com. Links are in the show notes. Don't miss out on all the extra content I'm sharing. I can't wait to see you over there. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Drinking has yeah, always been definitely, what do you call it, self-prescribed medication. And, and that was one of the reasons I reached out for help again a couple of years ago to a psychologist because not just the drinking but a lot of things were impacting my life physically and mentally. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls and the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected what our parents bring to our lives and what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives and that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you you, what makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story, what happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey, my beautiful friend, do you suffer from depression? Symptoms of depression are not always obvious. You might feel constantly tired. You might be low in energy, low in motivation, You might have constant feelings of anxiety or worry, feelings of sadness or feeling constantly guilty about everything. If this sounds like you, take a look at Destroy Depression. It's a treatment plan that works 
regardless of your symptoms or your age. It's a totally drug-free, straightforward plan that explains everything you need to know about eliminating depression step by step. Destroy Depression helps you dominate your depression. It helps you take back control over your symptoms and it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Click the link in the show notes to find out more about how Destroy Depression can help you because you really do deserve to live your life free from the symptoms of depression. Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to the podcast. One of my favorite things in creating this podcast for you every week is hearing firsthand how much connecting in with these stories is helping you. The realizations that you're having, the dots you're connecting, and just the realization that you are not alone, that somebody's story is almost identical to your own story. It's funny because barely a day goes by that I don't hear somebody in the media or in a book or whatever talking about how they were the outsider, the different one, the person that didn't fit in. I sometimes wonder, does anyone feel like they fit in? I truly believe most people don't. I think society is set up to make us feel that we can't possibly be enough. There are so many highly successful people People you look at and think, wow, they've done so well, they have really hit the big time, who behind the happy face actually feel lost, lonely, and like they don't fit in. And it's why highly successful people take their own lives, because imposter syndrome is real and because they are living with the shame and pain of their deepest secrets. This week's quick chat episode is about this exact topic. What happens after a traumatic childhood? Diane spent her life putting on a happy face, creating a facade, being the kind of person nobody would ever suspect of struggling behind closed doors. Diane had been sexually abused between the ages of 12 and 16 years. And since that time, she had had ongoing deep struggles with her mental and physical health, as well as years of numbing the pain with alcohol, never telling a soul, burying the shame and pain, and trying to fit in. In this quick chat episode, Diane is explaining what the aftermath of abuse was like for her. You will probably relate to much of what she shares. It's not even the actual abuse that is the most traumatic part. It's actually dealing with the effects of that for the following however many years till you seek help is the more traumatizing part. So yeah, that was definitely the case. So from 16 to 20, because of, I suppose, all my mixed up concept of love, relationships, how to get males' attention, all of that sort of thing. Yeah, basically, I was quite promiscuous. And growing up in a small town, everybody knows everybody and talks about all of that sort of thing. So, yeah, that just brought me masses of additional shame. And it still actually hurts to this day. And I just think if people knew why I was behaving like that, 
then hopefully they wouldn't be so quick to judge. But basically, I can remember thinking all I want is just a regular boyfriend to have a relationship with, to do general things with, and may probably end up having a sexual relationship with. But the way I was going about trying to do that, and particularly from being sexualized at such a young age, yeah, it just brought me so much shame and pain and, and didn't bring me what I wanted, which was just a regular partner or boyfriend. Yeah, because everything's been everything's been kind of stuffed up in your brain, hasn't it? Like you're oh. you you've gone down this whole other path that you're not meant to go down. And so what you've been exposed to in your life up to that point is so different to everybody else around you. Yeah. Did you find yourself having to numb your emotions were you drinking were you what were you doing yeah get through alcohol has definitely been my friend and and enemy I suppose but yeah I've definitely used alcohol all my life and yeah exactly for that reason a lot of times drinking in excess to again this is all in hindsight (laughs) but numb the pain and also I was given alcohol by my abuser quite at a young age so I was getting drunk at like 14 and and yeah so definitely a lot of alcohol yeah moderate amount of drugs nothing heavy but and yeah luckily Luckily, I didn't really have access to anything too heavy. Otherwise, who knows, I probably would have gone down that track as well. And yeah, probably just living my life like I wasn't suicidal or anything, but I also wasn't taking much care of myself, like, you know, living life a bit carelessly and dangerously. And it was like, well, if I die, I die, like, you know. Yeah. So be it. Yeah. So yeah, no, there was lots of, and I mean, drinking has yeah, always been definitely, what do you call it, self-prescribed medication. And and that was one of the reasons I yeah reached out for help again a couple of years ago to a psychologist because not just the drinking, but yeah, a lot of things were impacting my life physically and mentally. Yeah. And so when do you think those mental health issues started were they was it at that time as a teen do you think well yes probably and like I say yeah probably literally have been self-medicating for a good 30 years and then about 14 years ago I was having a lot of anxiety as well as some physical health problems so I actually spoke to my GP and she was actually the second person I'd ever told about the abuse. And so, yeah, she was like, she referred me to like West Casa, which is a centre of sexual assault, where you get, you know, half a dozen free counselling services. And that was good. I didn't really, I suppose, gel with the person, but the good thing that did come out of that is she really, really encouraged me to tell my husband so I did which was probably the worst and hardest thing I've ever done and again just because of that image you have of yourself without even knowing you have it I just thought he would be like oh wow even though we've been 
been married for 15 years, I just really thought he would just be like, oh, my God, you're so dirty and damaged and, yeah, I don't really want to be with you anymore. That's, that's how I felt. So, yeah, that was the first attempt to get some help. And then, again, in about two about three years later, things were getting impacted even again in my work. So I actually went and seen a psychiatrist and that wasn't totally successful either, other than I got some actual prescribed medication, <laughs> but which I'm still taking, but again, didn't really gel with her. So sort of kept taking the medication and tried to get back to living life. And that's something that I guess we don't talk about a lot is actually finding the right person to talk to, isn't it? Because there's so many therapists out there, psychologists, and we really need to find that person that we we just connect with in some way that we feel that it's actually beneficial because otherwise I don't think it's really doing an awful lot. So you had a, a couple of different people that you, you felt weren't like super helpful mm. and then I suppose yes that sort of leads on to I suppose what I've been doing the last couple of years so due to a lot of issues again towards the end of 2020 my mental health and physical health was deteriorating drinking was increasing where I'd stay up to one or two in the morning drinking during the week by myself having to go to work the next day and yeah I was like I think I really need to do so, try and do something about this yet again so yeah I found a psychologist who was a trauma-informed psychologist and I started seeing her yeah it'll be coming up close to two years ago soon and I was like great I feel you know good connection with her this is going to be great it'll be like two or three months of weekly appointments then I'll go to like fortnightly for a month then monthly talk to her a couple of times a year and I'll be done this is so good well yeah two years on and I'm still seeing her weekly at a large financial cost but yeah I think it really has been a big part of helping me deal with all this old trauma, stop a lot of physical and, well, not stop, but improve a lot of physical and mental health issues. And, yeah, and now it's got to the point where I'm really needing to speak up about this. Yeah. So what are the mental health issues? Is it depression? Yeah, so until the last couple of years, it was just anxiety. And again, no one, no one had any idea because, you know, I've spent my whole life putting on this face that's like all cool and calm and happy and no issues in my life. And I actually even had a good friend say that to me, but your life seems so perfect. I'm like, hmm, no one's life is perfect. Oh, so, yes, so anxiety I've had diagnosed for a while good 10 years or more and then particularly last year when I really sort of hit rock bottom of my mental health and, and as part of working through all the trauma of my sexual abuse I yeah experienced depression which is not a nice place to be and then also as part of 
you know, the last couple of years, I've also now officially been diagnosed with complex PTSD. So, yeah, even just having to come to terms with having those diagnoses is, is difficult in itself without all the other underlying issues of the actual what caused all of those diagnoses. Yeah. How does complex PTSD play out in your life? Yeah, mainly I had sort of a lot of PTSD type symptoms, which I wasn't even aware of. I do have visual flashbacks. I am triggered by certain people or names or a song, a song. and then also through to nightmares. Like I, I, I've always, always had extremely graphic dreams and a lot of nightmares. And I just thought, I mean, because, like I say to people, because I've never been anyone else, you think that you're just experiencing this life and think, well, that's normal, that's that's how life is. But, yeah, then you start to learn a bit more about these different things and realise that not everyone lives lives in fear or, you know, lives with all these triggers and 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 then having to manage them again a lot through alcohol and a few drugs and so on it's interesting isn't it because we all are just living our own life and whatever we've been through is our normal and you know it can take a lot of years before we get to a point where we have any idea that what we've been through is is so different or so wrong Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at my big love project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week. 